Listening to Embrace Your Beautiful Destiny, a show where we will talk about finding beauty in the most unconventional places in our lives. So every week we'll talk about dealing with disappointment or overcoming frustration, dealing with stuff that just gets under your skin and derails you. We'll also have amazing guests on here that will be sharing their stories. So I'm your host, Shanna Strange. Let's dive in. Hey guys, thanks for coming back and joining me today. I'm always, you know, I'm always excited about sharing with you what I feel like God's put on my heart. And today I feel like um, I want to talk about surviving transitions, which I think is something everyone can relate to because it doesn't matter what season of life you're in, you've either been in a transition or you're heading into a transition. And right now, because of what COVID has done all over the world, many of us are finding ourselves at a place of transition that is super uncomfortable and we're having to do things we never thought we'd have to do, or we're having to make do with smaller income or just whatever it might be. So I want to talk about that, but before I talk about that, I just want to share with you some prophetic word that I felt like the Lord had placed on my heart. So um, a couple of months ago, before all of these things started coming out into the open, uh, I felt the Lord say to me that he was about to expose some things. And so I started praying accordingly because that's that's how uh, you know you should do when you hear get a word from the Lord. He wants you to partner with him and to pray that into uh, into being and pray that it comes to pass. So I started praying for things to be exposed um, in, in upper the upper echelons of government or whatever, um, and just the places that God was showing me um, that he wanted to expose wickedness and darkness that was hiding and cloaking itself and uh, people that were in high places. And so that has been happening. And it's easy, I guess, for me to say, hey, God gave me a prophetic word before this started happening. Um, and now I'm saying it after it started happening. But um, I did post some of this stuff on my Facebook page a few months ago when the Lord started showing this to me. So I believe that we are in a in a season of God exposing things, um, shameful things that have been hiding in secret. Um, and, and so I really, the reason I want to bring this out is because as, as the body of Christ, we need to be praying. We need to be in constant intercession for these things to be brought to the light so that God can deal with them. Now, the other word that I heard was purge. So it was expose and purge. And so I believe what God is doing is exposing wickedness so that it can be purged from our land. And that should give you, give us all hope and relief. Now, that does not mean that it's going to be easy. As a matter of fact, I think it's going to be awful. Um, anytime that you're seeing wickedness exposed, you're going to see the enemy fight really hard. Uh, he wants it to be covered back up. He doesn't want it to be, he doesn't want the light to shine. So we need to continue praying that God would shine his light on the darkness that is in our land. Um, especially, especially uh, if you pray for anything, pray that God would continue to shine his light on this horrific atrocity that's happening in our world with sex trafficking of children, sex trafficking in general, but especially sex trafficking of children. It's, it's, it's 
overwhelming to even uh, think about and to even consider that it's happening, that it's happening here in America, but it is happening. And so we want God to overthrow this thing and we want God to bring it to light so that every single person that's involved with this wickedness would be exposed and brought to, ju brought to justice. But most importantly, these children will be rescued because that is the heart of God is that um, these children would be rescued from this awful thing. And so the two words I, I heard were expose and purge. And I believe the purging is not just, um, con you know, concerning sex trafficking with children, but I, I just believe all forms of wickedness in our, in our nation right now, God is wanting to purge them from our nation. And so we, as the body of Christ, we are his hands and feet, and, and right now his mouthpiece to speak forth the things into the atmosphere that he is saying. And we break the things that the enemy is trying to build or uh, trying to hide behind. We command those things to be loosed and for him to be exposed for who he really is. And we can see that God is doing that. And so I'm encouraged by that. It doesn't mean that it's um, going to be easy. It doesn't mean that we're going to enjoy this, kind of like childbirth. If you've given uh, birth to a child, you know it's like the most awful thing you've ever been through probably and will ever go through, <laughs> but it's going to be worth it. I really believe that, and I, I just believe this is the heart of God prophetically what he is saying to his people right now. I don't know if there are other prophetic voices saying that. Um, I, I don't know. I, could, I honestly couldn't tell you, but that's what I'm hearing, and hopefully it lines up with other prophetic voices. And so um, I just wanted to release that before I got into um, talking about surviving transitions. So we're talking about surviving transitions. And I don't know where you are in your life right now, but I'm in a transition. In a transition that I thought I would never have to go through again. <laughs> I really, I'm just going to be honest because that's my hallmark. <laughs> thing that I do is that I'm always going to be honest and I really thought that I would never this is going to sound really really um gosh what's the word just spoiled rotten I really thought I would never have to work in a full-time job again and it's not because I'm lazy first of all I had health problems my neck I was in constant pain um I have some messed messed up disc in my neck and so the and the only kind of work experience I have is is in banking and mortgage lending. So for me, I was just at my wit's end. And you guys, if you followed me very long, you know I, I've talked about my journey from that. So I quit my job a couple of years ago. Really felt like the Lord had said it's time for you to take your promised land, and I really thought that had to do with ministry. And so I stepped out, and um, I did do quite a bit of ministry the last couple of years. Um, and so it kind of was a shocker to me that I started feeling um, about a month or a month and a half ago, maybe, that I needed to look for something. And you know what was interesting is I wasn't super upset about it. I think I talked about this in one of my previous episodes, so you can listen to that. But I actually just felt a stirring in my spirit, like the Lord was saying, "This is, it's, I want you to do this. And, um, and I knew it was going to be a transition. But one of the things that I really decided I was not going to do this time was I was not going to complain about it. I was not going to be overwhelmed and frustrated with this, that I was going to go into this season with a great attitude. And it was a transition, but God was going to get me through it. And that, 
right there in a nutshell is what I want to talk to you about today is how to, you know, how to have a great attitude in a, in a situation and in a season of your life where there is like, it feels like there's nothing um, concrete in your life. It feels like, you know, like the world, like the rug has been jerked out from underneath you and you have no stability because that can really honestly bring out the worst part of your personality if you're a control freak. <laughs> if you're a control freak and God is like, okay, it's time to transition, you're going to lose, you're going to lose it a little bit and you're probably going to um, be like the worst version of yourself. And so my first point to make to you is that if you're a control freak and God's saying it's time for a transition, you know, don't try to act like it's not bothering you. Go to the Lord and say, okay, I'm really super uncomfortable with this transition, but I want to handle it well, Lord. I want to do this with excellence because I'm, if I know anything about you, God, it's that you are not going to leave me. You're not going to abandon me and that you are bigger than anything I'm going to face. And if you can go into the transition like that, Knowing that he's going to protect you and hide you and guide you and lead you and provide for you in every single circumstance and situation that you're going to encounter, you're going to be in a much better place and you're going to pass that test. Because honestly, I believe that transitions sometimes are a test from the Lord. You know, can you trust him enough to go through something uncomfortable and still be a, be like a great person <laughs> and not like the worst version of yourself at the end of the day. So I just have a few points to make and some scripture to read because I just want to encourage you in this season because I feel like I'm not the only one in a transition. Um, so to survive a, a transition, I think the first thing you have to do is anchor yourself in truth. And, and this is difficult for me because when I find myself in a season where things are changing around me, it's really easy for me to get wrapped up in that. And my mind is going, I don't know if any of y'all can relate. My mind is in overdrive and I can't shut it down. And I'm thinking through every single scenario that I might have to deal with because of this transition. And I'm, I'm trying to think of solutions for the scenarios that I'm imagining. <laughs> I don't know if any of y'all can relate to that. Man, I wish I had some feedback from somebody. But just like not even being able to sleep well because in my mind I'm thinking about what I'm going through and, and what I should do in this situation and this situation and well, what about this and what about that? And so what ends up happening is I neglect, and this is where I'm trying to go with all that, is I'm neglecting my uh, time with God in a transition because I feel so overwhelmed by all the change. That's the bottom line. I feel so overwhelmed with how things are going, how things are changing so quickly. Like, seriously, everything just got pulled up from underneath me, and I'm trying to get my balance. And so the last thing I'm thinking about, and I'm just being honest, is thinking about spending time in the Word, praying, seeking the Lord, getting the peace I need, getting the joy from Him, um, just being in His presence and letting Him settle me down. You know, it's like Mary and Martha. I mean, uh, Martha's all caught up in all of this stuff, and that, that stuff needs to be done. It's it's the preparation, and somebody has to do it. But the Lord very clearly points out to both of them, Mary and Martha, hey, Martha, um, Mary's chosen the better thing, and it's not going to be taken away from her. And I think that 
you know, we can get so caught up in all the details and all the things that we need to do when and we're in a transition that we neglect the weightier things, which is to be with him. Because literally just being with him five minutes can settle you down to where you can figure out what you need to do or he can show you what you need to do. But I think that we show him how important he is, that he's our priority when we choose to anchor ourselves in truth by being with him, letting him speak to us. Uh, we show him that he's our priority and he speaks, but when we don't put him first, you know, it's not that he's trying to withhold. He's just saying, hey, I just, if you just give me some time, like I can totally help you. And so it's hard to anchor yourself in truth if you're not spending time with the Lord, isn't it? I mean, it's pretty much impossible. And I'm not saying you have to spend three hours a day. I mean, if you have three hours a day and you want to do it, by all means, go for it. But if you're starting a new job, like this is my situation, I'm starting a new stressful job. And, and to the point that th I may have to be working like lots of overtime for this job. And, you know, my mind is racing even when I get up in the morning or when I go to bed at night thinking about all the things I didn't get done that day. And, oh, my gosh, can I remember to do this tomorrow? And, and waking, waking up in the middle of the night going, oh, my gosh, I forgot to do this, this thing <laughs> on this, this project I'm working on, you know, and just like not really – thinking about the Lord because I'm so overwhelmed <laughs> with what I'm what I'm having to deal with. And that's that's real life. There's a lot of people who live in that position or live in that situation. And so what I'm having to do, it's kind of like eating vegetables. You don't always want to eat vegetables, but you know that if you don't eat vegetables, you're going to start feeling bad. You're going to start feeling run down. You're going to gain weight or not be able to lose weight, whatever. And so it's like that. And I don't, I hate to equate that to, um, you know, seeking the Lord, but sometimes it's a little bit like that. Yes, I enjoy um, his presence, but there's sometimes there's a little bit of a struggle with my flesh to, to subdue it a little bit so I can um, get in that posture of worship and prayer and intercession and just uh, meditating on his word. So I want to encourage you. I'm saying all that to say this. If you're in a transition, the most important thing you can do is to anchor yourself in truth. Because everything else in your life is going to be unstable and floating around and you can't get your footing. But you can always, always get your footing in the truth of who God is. That's not going to change. He is always going to be faithful. He is always going to be there for you. He's always, he, always going to protect and guide you. He's never going to leave you. So I just want to read a couple of scriptures for you regarding that. So this is Joshua 1.9. This is where God is telling the, the children of Israel finally to go and take the land. He says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And even in a transition, if God is saying it's time to go here, you have to know in your spirit that he is with you wherever you go. Even if you were in a season that you were enjoying, that, that was my life. I was pretty much enjoying that, you know, getting to do whatever I wanted, doing some ministry, but I knew that there was time to, to move in this direction. So I have to know, and this is one of the things I was saying in my prayer the other day to the Lord is I know that you're with me and I don't care if I'm in a prison, 
metaphorically speaking, or I'm in a place that I don't like, or I'm doing something I don't enjoy. If I have you with me, I don't have to have anything else because you are what brings me joy and happiness and peace. Like he is the fulfillment. Like you, you could, here's the thing y'all, you could get everything you thought you ever wanted. And if you didn't have God, you'd be miserable, but you could never get all of the quote unquote things that you wanted in this life or, or you could never get those things but you could have God and you could be totally satisfied because he is what satisfies us he is the longing of our hearts right so he's with us wherever we go so we always have him we don't ever have to live without God here's Isaiah forty one ten. fear not for I am with you be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So he says he will strengthen you. He will help you. He will uphold you and that he's with you. I don't know what else you could ask for in a season of transition to know that your stability is coming from the Lord. Um, that is the greatest blessing and should be give you so much hope about going through a season that's hard. Um, Deuteronomy 31, 6, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. This is another time where they are um, fighting, fighting their enemies. Do not be in dread or fear of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. And we know this stands true today. Zephaniah three seventeen. the Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. And I love that. Loud singing, which could drown out the enemy's voice if the Lord is loud when he's dealing with us, when he's singing over us. It just drowns out all the other voices. So I love this. Um, this is Romans 8, 38 and 39. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So he's just saying there is absolutely no one and nothing that can separate us from God. So the point I'm trying to make, and by reading you all these scriptures, is that in a transition, God is with you because nothing can separate you from the love of God. I hope that encourages you. So this, the second point I want to make is that if you want to survive a transition, you need to daily remind yourself of God's faithfulness. This is so important. You need to think back to the times in your life that you thought you weren't going to make it. And you need to remind yourself of how God came through for you. Um, Maybe you need to read your journal. <laughs> Maybe you need to look at some pictures. Maybe you need to watch a home video. Maybe you need to listen to a song that reminds you of a season where God brought you through. Maybe you need to talk to an old friend or a family member and just say, hey, you remember that time that God did this? And you just need to make that bigger in your mind than making the transition. Uh, I think so much of the time, whatever we're facing, we make it so much bigger than it really is. 
and uh, we just act like it's the end of the world when it's really, honestly, it's not that big a deal. And, and we play that thing up so big that we get our emotions involved, we get overwhelmed, we have anxiety, we have full-on panic attacks, uh, no one wants to be around us, we're grouchy, we're awful, and you know that's just not God's best for you. It's just not God's best for you. And I think if you daily remind yourself uh, of God's faithfulness, you'll be more prone to stay in that place of communion with the Lord and uh, not go off into that negative zone that, that pulls you, you down and overwhelms you. Um, just remember that whatever you face, uh, God's already dealt with and overcome. <laughs> so there's, there's nothing uh, that we face that God hasn't already won against. So I remember this one time in our lives, we had a business and um, we we needed a lot of money. I think we needed around, gosh, about $60,000 to pay all the bills that had come in. And we had several outstanding invoices and we had all these companies we had worked for and nobody would pay us. And so we were a small business trying to make it trying to pay our employees, and we were having to like not even pay ourselves sometimes just so we could make sure we paid everybody else and pay our suppliers and, and all that kind of stuff. And so I remember hitting my knees, and I started to just wail in intercession that God would um, move upon someone's heart to pay us. And lo and behold, this company that owed us like $90,000, they sent us checks that week, and it was like, such an eye-opener for me because I was like, you know, there really is nothing too big for God. And God is faithful. And He did do what He was said He was going to do. And so I remind myself of stories like that um, whenever I find myself in an un impossible situation or a transitional season that feels like it's going to take me out, uh, which I'm, I'm in a season like that right now. I mean, there's things I can't really share or disclose to you guys that me and my family are going through that are really hard. And I could really blow this up in my mind and act like there's no way out and we're doomed and we're going to die and it's going to be horrible. Or I can remind myself of God's faithfulness in previous seasons um, and really build my faith up. Maybe that's what God wants. Maybe this is all about your faith. I mean, isn't that really what it's all about anyway? When it was all said and done, was did you really believe that Jesus was your Lord and Savior, that He really did die for you, that He really is coming, that He really is more than enough, that He's done everything He said He was going to do. I mean, isn't that what this is really about anyway, is to complete and total outrageous faith in God, even though we can't see things. And so, you know, just remind yourself of His faithfulness and do it every day. You know, anchor yourself in His truth and then remind yourself of how faithful He's always been to you. And the last one is to um, live from a place of gratitude and not complaining. And I, I have a whole episode devoted to, um, I think I released it two weeks ago. So go back and listen to that where I said, stop doing this if you want to move into the next season of your life. I think is what I called it or something. Um, but if you, uh, if you approach this season from a, a place of grumbling and complaining, you're going to stretch the season out way longer than it has to. For instance, you know this, the Israelites 
could have taken a much shorter journey, something around the neighborhood of like 11 days. They could have gone from Egypt <laughs> to the promised land, but they didn't. God took them, the Bible says God took them the longer route because they weren't ready to face these enemies that they would have faced if they had gone the short journey. Um, so God took them the longer way. And so, and they complained and grabbed about that. What they should have done is thanked God that he didn't take them that way. See, God spared them something they couldn't, it would have crushed them, it would have destroyed them. So instead of, and we do this all the time, we do this all the time, and I'm so guilty of this. God, you've taken me the long route concerning the promises you've made over my life when I could have been doing what I was made to do when I was 25. You've taken me the long route, and as it stands now, I could be 50-something years old by the time I finally get to do what I thought she called me to do. Oh, am I speaking anyone's language right now? Yeah, so what I did wrong all these years was complain about that, and not just complain about it, but look at other people who I was jealous or envious of, rather, because they were getting to do what was promised to them, their destiny, but I wasn't. So I would have like envy in my heart towards these people. And and when I would see them, I'd kind of just inwardly roll my eyes and cringe and be like, it must be nice, you know. So all of these little awful things inside of me that God's wanting me to deal with for many years, I just didn't deal with them because I thought I was justified, right? So now I've realized that God is taking me the longer way. Because he had some stuff. I mean, th this is how much flesh he has to kill, right? I have so much stuff that has to die. And if he'd have let me just go right on in smooth sailing into what I wanted to do, it would have destroyed me and I probably would have hurt a lot of people. So instead, he's taken me the longer way. And what I've learned is, uh, man, this thing speeds up the more grateful I am. The more gratitude I walk in. God's like, oh, you passed that test. Here you go. Let's go to this next one. Oh, okay, you did that girl. Let's do this. I mean, like, I'm actually passing tests instead of failing them. Like, I feel like I failed them for 20 years. Now I'm finally understanding what the Lord wants from me. And so I want to help you uh, pass tests instead of fail tests. If you're younger than me or even if you're older than me and you are like, I thought God had all these promises for my life, but... I'm in another transition. Instead of walking into my destiny, I'm in a stinking transition again. Well, first of all, you're going to have to change your attitude about it. <clears throat> you're going to have to decide that you're going to be grateful no matter what season you're in. And there's and it's not brainwashing yourself, y'all. It's not like being, oh, well, I'm just going to lie to myself and tell myself that I'm grateful and make up reasons. No, I'm, I'm truly grateful. Like, I actually really mean it. I actually really am grateful for the transition I'm in right now. I don't understand it, but I am so convinced that God has a greater plan that I can't even understand, and that's why he won't even tell me because I'm too dumb to understand it. But I trust him. <laughs> I'm just a little dumb sheep who trusts their shepherd. I'm like, you know what? My shepherd is uh, tapping me with his rod and saying not to go that way. He's pushing me this way. And I trust him. There's probably a wolf over there or something. And I'm going to trust him. And I'm not going to question him. I'm going to be grateful. And I'm just going to snuggle up next to my shepherd and sit in his lap and let him pet me and let him talk to me and sing over me. And I'm going to be happy about it. Is anybody hanging out with me here? Yeah, so these are tips on surviving transitions. I'm going to read them to you one more time. Uh, anchoring yourself in truth 
You gotta anchor yourself in truth. Number two, you gotta daily remind yourself of God's faithfulness. And number three, live from a place of gratitude. So I hope y'all that you took notes and that this ministered to you today. I believe this is the heart of the Father to you. That for you to survive the transition you're in, better things are coming. They really are coming. But in order to get to them, I think we've got to survive some transitions that are hard. So God bless you guys, and I will see you next week. Hey friends, thanks for joining me on this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Here are some ways that you can connect with me. You can go to Facebook and look up Shanna Strange Ministries. You can go to shannastrange.net to my website, or you can go to Instagram. It's Shanna underscore strange. I'll see you next week.